Is that your responsibility as a citizen? I don't know. I mean, I, as a citizen no, of yeah, this I, great I, citizen, I knew exactly right when I uttered the word citizen. I was like, that is the wrong <laughs> word to say because I know John is going to be all over the In this episode, the Jedi probe hidden tunnels to find the bad guys. And then, the Jedi probe hidden tunnels to find the bad guys. We'll discuss Clone Wars episodes 26, 27, and Vision 7 in this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm here with my good buddy John. Hello. And today we are talking about... Clone Wars, Episode 6 and 7, and Visions, Episode 7. How's it going today, John? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. A little, little sniffly here. With the, I get weird allergies during the fall instead of the spring. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I get a little bit during the spring, but fall is terrible for me. Um, I don't know. So hopefully I'm going to sound a little bit better on the mic tonight than I have all day. So uh, hopefully we'll... I, you know what? I think if I, if I were to wet my palate, it might be a little bit better. Uh, yes, indeed. I would agree with that. What are you drinking tonight? So tonight, I'm very excited about this one. This is Three Taverns. Three Taverns. Oh, Atlanta, uh, Georgia. Yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, I do forget it. Say whether I just expect people to know where what I'm talking about. <clears throat> this is Crave, which Ooh. is a double dry hopped, double IPA. It is lush tropical hop juice. Oh, so has it got like uh, Chinook or like what does it say? What hops are in there? Or? God, you always. You task. Me. I know. I do task you. You task. You must. Me. You it must has, describe um, the beer before you drink the beer. Fine. It has citra, oh, citra, citra lupomax, mosaic, oh, oh. mosaic lupomax, amarillo, and amarillo lupomax. Lupomax sounds like this like really cool strain of weed where it's like they start merging all these things together. I have no clue what lupomax is. I haven't brewed. Not, I haven't brewed. I've ever brewed beer in, in probably about six or seven years, but I don't know what Lupomax is. That sounds kind of neat. I might have to research that just to see. New England style IPA. New England style is good. I like that. That's, yeah. I do, yeah. yes. I, I like New England style. I like, uh, you know, the West Coast. The West IPA. Coast, yeah. I, I like them say. all, man. Yeah, no, I agree. So I'm drinking something that you drank two podcasts ago. Do you remember what you drank two podcasts ago? I don't remember where I parked my car. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> what am I doing here? Is there a microphone in front of me? <laughs> Who's talking? <laughs> I'm drinking a tried and true, which oh, by wow. Cherry Street Brewing. This is a nice. this is a double India uh, pale ale that you had two podcasts ago, and you raved about it. So I went and picked up eight. I picked up eight of them a week oh and a half ago, and this is my last one that I had to actually set at the back of the fridge to make sure I didn't drink it, so that I could drink it. Yeah, that that's never a good idea. I'll buy ahead of time. No, that's not yeah, a good idea because it's not going to survive. This might be, and I, I shouldn't be saying this because we haven't popped up the top, we're supposed to taste them and all that kind of stuff, but this might be my new favorite double IPA, and I'm being completely serious. It is so hmm. good. It is such a good, it's getting up there where it might replace Golden Monkey, is if I can get to it. Um, and if but they that's get, a totally different bit. No, that's a different. No, style it's not. Beer, well, I, I understand you got the trouble. I, I understand that. I'm just saying that, like, Gold Monkey's like I have like one, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to bed. Um, this is this is on up there alcohol wise. I think it's like eight point five or eight point six. Um, but uh, sorry, I'm looking. It's uh, eight point three actually. But um, you get the pint too, so it's like it's like a nice. It's it's good. It's it's a good beer. All right. Anyways, let's. It's it's very well made. Let's, let's pop some tops. Oh, sorry. That was also by Cherry Street Brewing. This is the brewery that's uh, down the street from John and I. So, uh, three, two, one. Oh yeah. There we go. Oh. I'm not set up to pour. Hold on. 
Oh man, I am I'm pouring beautifully tonight. This is a rarity. Absolute rarity. Oh my. This is going to be good. Yeah, you're supposed to pour it with two inches of foam on the top, right? Yeah, that's what they say uh, somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy that in a little bit. I'm enjoying my it Smells fantastic. It smells fantastic. I want to report when you do uh, breakthrough. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. So, sat down to watch these two episodes. I didn't realize that they were a continuation from our last episode. I thought that that kind of ended on a good note. Because you, you remember at the very end of um, five uh, season two, episode five, Anakin and them had the score thing where they were all like, I had 37. We talked about it in the last podcast. Yes. Um, yep. I thought that was going to kind of be the end of that arc. Like, it felt like the end episode of, uh, you know, that kind of just story. But I was completely wrong. We got two more. Yes, and, uh, well, I don't want to jump ahead, but yes, I was happy to see that it continued. So let's um, let's discuss the first episode in which we have, I think this is the first time we've seen Barriss Offrey, isn't it? Did, did you recognize her, the Jedi, the green Jedi with the purple diamonds? The other Padawan? Not, no, 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 not, Barriss is the actual Jedi Master. Oh, the Jedi Master? No, we've seen her before. Where did we see her at? I think we may have seen her in Clone Wars the movie, but have we seen her in cartoon form? God, you're again. You task me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm seeing if you I, jogged your memory. I, I didn't. Uh, I knew who she was. Just, I knew who she was. Okay, okay. I, wait, wait, let, me say, let me say this. If you knew who she was, we have seen her before. Yes. Yeah. So, so we, we, absolutely. Yeah, we, we definitely have seen her before. Um, and now, now that I think about it, I think she may have been in an episode with Ahsoka, and where they had that guy in the prison, and he was ended up being. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yep, yeah. You're, yep, you're totally yep, right. Yep. You jogged my memory. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, so we've seen Barris before, and then we get, do get to meet her pal- Padawan. And it was kind of a neat episode where the Padawans kind of got to survive themselves. Um, and they trust them so much. It's amazing. That, I mean, the whole mission's pretty much in their hands. And they could die very, very easily going through the catacombs of uh, the Genosian kind of castle or factory. Actually, it was, a, it was a castle that was converted to a factory. It looks like a big termite hive, really. And uh, they converted it to a factory. And uh, the goal, you know, during this, because this is kind of like, it feels like the, these last couple of episodes or, or maybe this whole series or maybe this whole season is going to be all about capturing uh, Genosis. Like, it's like, kind of like the, the main striving thing because they talked about how they formed the front lines with uh, Rex and all those guys. And then now they're moving ahead back to take it over again. Uh, this actual new weapons factory. So I guess that's kind of going to be the theme maybe in this season from here on out. I don't know. And it, it makes sense because remember, if you remember, we jumped all the way up to the bounty hunters and the Zillow beasts and all that kind of stuff, which is on a completely different planet. So maybe that's the reason that they wanted to move those episodes out in the timeline chronologically. Uh, and then now we're just kind of going through Genosis stuff. What did you think of the episode? What, what was your takeaways? So uh, several things. So um, at some point, Obi-Wan makes the comment, uh, let's hope we don't have to uh, retake Geonosis a third time. Oh, right? that's right. He did say that. That's right. Did 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 we see them? Why did they lose so, Geonosis? Did they just abandon it? Yeah, that's a good question. Because at the end of the last episode, which is the first Genosian. Well, I don't know. Is he referring back to Clone Wars, the movie? I don't remember. They kind of invaded and they, all those like big uh, silver ball things are taken off in the Trade Federation yeah. and they blew them up. Yeah. Um, maybe they lost it and then came back and then now they're succeeding in taking it over the second time. Well, no, that is what's happening. I'm just, have, did we see no. or did no, anyone I, no. say that? Okay. Not that I'm aware of. I just want to be sure. Yeah, yeah not I that I'm aware sure of that. Um, yeah. They knew they knew the enemy, so like you could definitely tell in the last episodes that we watched where they uh, did that first battle, that first strike. Uh, they definitely knew the enemy, so I mean they they knew the firepower behind them and knew Poggle the Lesser and all that kind of stuff. 
So, yeah, I think you're right. I think we, that was off screen and we just missed it or they may have alluded to it or maybe this was the illusion that you're supposed to get for it. I don't know. Um, yeah. It, yeah. I, I enjoy the Genosians as like a as like a, a, a species almost. I mean, like I, I enjoy it's kind of a different thing that you don't see all that often where, you know, they're flying around, they're hiding in these like termite mines and. All sleeping together, you know, it's it's weird. All sleeping together, but you, but I mean, <laughs> well, no, that was that was brilliant that. though. No, it was. That, that, no, it I loved that because when they when they did the setup about uh, you know here's your mission, I'm like, why did it, why are there tunnels like that? Why would there happen to be convenient tunnels that you can sneak through? And when they showed the sleeping Geonosians, okay, yeah, it there, makes sense. There's a reason for the tunnels. Yeah, it totally does. Got it. Fantastic. I, I, Give me a, a a logical reason for the contrivance. And, and, I always appreciate. And also, that. too, to add to that, I mean, you know, they cover up the exits for the catacombs with a pipe of the thing you got to move. It's like a door, so it's almost like yeah, this is where you go down to sleep. You know what I mean? This is like this is the underground, and then when you're ready to work, you come upstairs. You know what I mean? And you you know you, right. So that was it was neat. Yeah, I agree with that. It was, it was very neat. And I thought it was neat that they uh, you know had a. Uh, Paris Offries, and I wish I could remember Padawan's name, uh, going through the tunnels knowing she's like, I've, I've memorized this thing. I know exactly where to go. And then, you know, she gets a little lost. And then she's like, no, wait a minute. We need to go up, not to the left. So I don't know. I, I, that was present. That was a little odd moment, though, because she was presented as the, the Jedi Master presented her as, you know, she's memorized everything. Yeah. She's so well prepared. And then she doesn't know where she's going. I think that's the core of the episode, though, right? It's teaching styles. It's it, it, uh, it's like Paris Offrey was like, hey. You know everything. You're good to go. You've got everything. You've uh, you're, you're the Nick Saban. You've 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 the slightest you've, bit of it. of hesitation by the Padawan at that moment would have sold me. Because then, oh, you you knew that she was kind of pumping you up, and you were like, yeah, yes, master. But it didn't come off that way in the moment. It came off as, you know, she's she's totally awesome. Uh, Ahsoka can go too. You know it. it I just got a different take on it. Okay, fair enough. I mean, it, it seems like to me... And she was like, it's not left, it's up. To I mean, me, Did you to me, memorize the thing or not? Yeah, to me, it was like, here, she's so well prepared. Here, here's our learning style. She's so well prepared that you don't have to worry about her. She gets in there. Right. There's a little bit of a little error. But then what I really liked was after they plant the bombs is she's got to figure out something dynamically, you know, to they've got this tank that they didn't know existed. You know what I mean? And I thought that was one of the really good parts of this episode is she had to act... Um, on a whim pretty much, you know, and, and she ends up doing it and she ends up, you know, kind of saving the day. Well, I shouldn't say saving the day, but at least prolonging the day. And, uh, when you like say that. she had to act on, on a whim, was that doing the very obvious thing of jumping on the tank and cutting it open like a, a tin can with a lightsaber? Because that was just, you know, writings on the wall for that. Or was it the sacrifice? No, it was the former. It was, it was her jumping on the tin can, but, but, but they didn't know that these things were there. I mean, that, that's kind of like, like, yeah, I get it. She, she knew what to do. Oh no, here's the thing. Oh wait, I'm holding a lightsaber that cuts through anything. Yeah. yeah well, had but we, she jumped wait, up there wait, wait, and wait, wait, you wait, can't wait. penetrate it wait. with the lightsaber, that would have been yeah, something. Yeah, but that's what we, we all, so number one, we didn't know they were there. Number two, you find out upstairs when they're having the battle that Obi-Wan and them fi- figure out that they can't break through their armor. It's just they're just going to keep moving. So there's a little bit of, of viewer hesitancy where you're like, can she cut through this thing? And she does, and, and it works, you know. But you're also kind of like, oh, okay, well, maybe she can't even cut through this thing. And, and you know, of course they do. Um, Until you're shown that they can't, you have to assume that the lightsaber, which has been presented as a tool, which can cut through pretty much anything... Some, Except some, for that Master and Prince novel, where oddly it couldn't. And the Zillow Beast. The certain. The, oh, right. The Zillow Beast. There's thing. things that they can Okay, well, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, you you know where Listen to us. Sounded like a bunch of Star over. Wars geeks remembering things that the lightsaber can't cut through. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> there should be a list. We should maintain we should, a list we actually, of things the lightsaber, the lightsaber can't, can't do. Okay. 
All right, yeah, I'll do that. I'll put that up on the website and we'll add it to the Discord. So. It was kind of um, it, it was kind of uh, uh, humorous in a not like not good way, like a farcical way, where um, before she jumps up on the tank and cuts it open, it's just kind of lumbering around the the generator, like "Come back here, I'm coming to <laughs> yeah, get you." It, it was, was, it was. Yeah. That was kind of silly. Was. That was like this is a video game. This is like something out of a you know boss fight. Yeah, it was. It was like game. a potato rolling around. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And too, there's some consistency things where I was just like, didn't she just cut a huge hole in the top of this thing? So the rocks are not yes. going to get in there. Like, I mean, like, I was, I was just sitting there, like, kind of like, okay. I did. One thing I really did enjoy, though, was Ahsoka, whenever they're in the tank. Like, uh, back when, you know, she first was introduced, it was kind of this, hey, Snips, like, oh, yeah, we're fun. We're cool, you know, blah, blah, blah. But she's getting some of Anakin's jadedness. And I really like that scene where they're, like, sitting in the tank. And she's like, oh, no, we'll probably die of air. You know, we won't, we won't have air first before we die of starvation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love that because she's getting that kind of, like, cynical, like, just kind of dark humor. That uh, you see with Anakin at this point, and uh, and of course Anakin, you know we know where Anakin's gonna go, but you, you know back then when this aired, you have no clue who where Ahsoka's gonna go, and um, and that's kind of neat. I I enjoyed that part. I thought that was actually kind of funny. Um, I also enjoyed speaking speaking of that. Yeah. The I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, uh, just to cover the sacrifice, I thought that was well done. They they sold it. They they didn't. I mean, they didn't sell it in that sense. But I I bought the moment. Knowing that they're not going to die, yeah, right. But I still bought the well, moment. You could, Does that make any sense? You no, know, I know. I agree with that. I, I think that you bought the moment, and also too, you didn't. You, I mean, we, we know at this point that Ahsoka's going to make it out, but we don't know about Beresofri's battle one. Like, I, yeah. like, like you, you didn't know what could happen. I mean, there, there, there was there was a little bit of of oh, this is a little bit of war here. Um, but then again, too, honestly though, I wasn't thinking about her at all. I was thinking about you know, oh no, Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah I know you're gonna live, but oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, I it, bought it. Just, I understand what you meant. It's really then. hard to pull that yeah, off. I agree. I agree. And she did it all. Was and, it and, was it Leia? That did, yeah, Leia did it also in um, the Blue Goo uh, episodes with uh, the guy that was like the tick. Uh, what was the episodes? You remember what I'm talking about? Where the the poison, the guy with the poison. And he was oh, oh yes yeah they they, the they that did was, that same thing because remember they're trapped the, in the thing the guy that was like the tick well you kept referring to the tick about uh, the mad scientist guy from the tick what was it uh, the the evil midnight bomber yeah, the evil midnight bomber yeah baby yeah yes that, that guy the evil midnight bomber yeah so so but they but whenever they got trapped down there with the poison and they were all gonna die you knew they were gonna die but I thought it's, they sold it a little bit I mean I, I thought it was pretty good and uh, I I think it's the same kind of parallel here with ahsoka and yeah i agree with you yeah I, I understand what you're saying it's it's like you know you won't you know you can't believe it but yet it's pretty good scene like you're just like okay pretty good scene i mean we we yes we crave the drama what well, we we crave the drama and we crave um jedi or like the people that are where they're like uh the, the top tier like they could actually be in trouble which is kind of neat because you're like oh even though you're padawan you still shouldn't you know still shouldn't be in this kind of situation but um i don't know it was a good episode I mean, it, it, it was it was one of those where like I was entertained by watching it. I don't know if I was blown away like I was like the Zillow Beast or anything like that. I'll be like, whoa, cool, that's so awesome. Um, good graphics. Again, graphic. You always say. That. I know. Well, the graphics just seem like they're getting better. Like it's only season two, and like I, I I like think back on season one, and I'm like, those graphics were like okay, but maybe they just had to rush them to get them out. I don't know what. But now I think I feel like they have the artistry, they have the money. And they're really putting forth the effort to make it look really good, even on these like quick action scenes. Um, yeah, I don't know. You want to give a number one through hundred? One through hundred for this this episode. particular episode, only this episode. <clears throat> I got a number. Yeah, okay. All right, three, two, one, sixty-eight, eighty-two. What? What did you say? We are so what did divergent. You say? I said sixty-eight. 
That's terrible. Well, so maybe maybe I should probably go a little higher, seventy five. But it, like I said, it was entertaining. It wasn't like I was like, oh, this is an amazing, amazing. You episode. hated this? Thing. No, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't. That I, I should have gone a little higher just because of the yeah. Okay, fair enough. I should have gone a little higher. I probably should have said seventy five just because that's kind of the, the average episode for me. To where it's not that I would, didn't enjoy watching it, but it's also not like blowing me away either. I did enjoy the bombs on the bottom of the bridge and then like kind of monkey barring around under there. That was kind of cool. Um, um, yeah, speaking of bombs, so I have a question for yeah. you. Why didn't they just nuke the stupid factory? Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why Why do they have to penetrate? Yeah. It, again, one know. little throwaway line of dialogue, you know, would have would have covered that. Yeah, well, also, too. Just throw something out there. If you would have just destroyed the bridge. I mean, they can't get over to you. I mean, I guess they could fly around. Like, the single units could fly over to you, but yeah, they're not getting you, anything you else know, over can't to just, you. You you um you can't just take out the well bed. okay well let's go back to the, you have to stand guard let's go, let's go back to the Jedi Order though they're trying to capture Poggle and they they state that from the beginning you know they're they're honestly trying to capture yes. Poggle so to capture him you're gonna have to get in there and get him yeah so so I don't you know I don't it's the Jedi they they've got to get Poggle out of there number one because they want to arrest him to find out what information he has and number two they can't just nuke place I mean they're Jedi you can't just nuke the place I agree with you they need to destroy they're it. killing people left and right they don't care yeah and their own guys which you, you're you like oh well, why don't you bounce it out by not killing your own guys but I, I agree but uh, you know it, the Poggle thing actually I, I'm, I'm feeling a little stupid now because the Poggle thing kind of does explain it and I didn't think about that yeah I mean it's, it's they wanted to capture Poggle well I mean to be fair they're not really all that like <laughs> worried about blowing him up there though. I mean, they're setting the bombs in the place. They really are like a, eh, he's got a 50, 50 chance of getting out. Hopefully he gets out and get him. I mean, it's not like they're putting a lot of emphasis on getting him, but still I agree. I think it was probably for Poggler. That's the storyboard written part of it. Okay. All in all, fair enough. all in all decent episode. I don't know. It was good. Wasn't, wasn't mind blowing, but also it was good. I don't know. I think I like the last episode of the previous one or uh, episode five better. Yeah. more warish. Yeah, and, I agree. Like, you know, kind of downtrodden and like in the dirt kind of warfare. Let's move on to the next one. Because yeah, sure. the next one, the next one is, is, um, I think. What did you think? Of, I mean, I, I yeah, felt like it uh, is. Uh, okay. So, so first off, basically, uh, Barris gets taken and captured and, and she is kind of like, uh, pulled down into the caverns. Of this place that she was chasing. She, oh, let me start from the beginning. She decides to chase after Pago the Lesser because they believe he's still alive. She gets captured. Uh, she gets taken down into the catacombs of this other building, uh, like an old uh, kind of like a like a place of temple. worship or temple. Yeah, temple place of worship. And gets taken down, and they feel like they need to go find her. They go down there, and they find these kind of like zombie uh, versions of the Genosans, which is like... Um, they, they can't be killed. They just keep coming up, and they got these little worms that come in and out of their nose that keep them alive. And they get down there, and they figure out that there's this my, this huge queen matriarch-type character that's captured Barris and is holding her, and she now wants... And she controls all via her mind. She controls all the zombie genosins, and they want to go down there and get her and bring Barris back. I mean, is that the best way to describe the episode? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the zombie thing was kind of neat. Um, I, I summarize it as zombies plus an alien queen. Yes, please. Yeah, I mean it was it was the better of the two episodes. I'm still not convinced that it was. It was amazing. It was spooky. It was, it was spooky. I, 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 will, I will agree. I really liked this episode. Yeah, I agree. It was it was a bit more really spooky. Liked it. Especially some of the dark scenes. When, when 
well, the zombies are coming up, you know, and at first you're not like, are they zombies? And then the worms like crawl through their, yeah. you know, in and out of their noses. The worm and stuff. Really like, cool. That is properly gross. Yeah, the worm thing was that pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. And there was those jump scare parts in this too. I mean, it was, it was legit jump scare. I mean, it, yeah, you had the mystery at the beginning where they just disappear, and so they show up to the temple and they're like, "Where is everybody? Where did everybody go?" Right? I mean, it was the, that was really nice, and then they get captured, and then so the next party comes along and they're like, "Where did everybody go?" And uh, the, the the part about Obi Wan seemingly being uh, he's willing to let her being take over taken over by the worm just to see how it works. Yeah. That was that's pretty dark. Yeah, yeah that's that, pretty dark. But but he wasn't though. That that was a ruse. That was a feint. Yeah, but right? they did a pretty good job of you questioning it because you're just kind of like absolutely. Is, 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 is Obi a, a scientist really good here? Like it was kind of like oh, okay, yes. wait a minute. Yeah, I agree with that. He's a he's a sociopath. I mean, he he's, <laughs> he really is. And then and then and then you see you hear his, his actual you see his actual plan. So, uh, but he did want to capture the worm. I mean that that was that I really thought this was a good episode. Uh, it was the better of the two. I agree. It was the better of the two. I uh, for me the. Um, I, I can't like zombie like maybe it's just because I played so many video games about ten years ago, but like I felt like everything turned to zombies. Like it was just kind of like after yeah. Walking Dead, it was just kind of like, hey, let's put zombies. Now this was way before Walking Dead, two thousand nine. Well, I don't know, maybe it was about the time of Walking Dead. Um, but it was just kind of like everything kind of turned to zombies, and I was going, oh, okay, with well, this, I agree with you about the hive mother part. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I really enjoyed how like bulbous she was and like laying these huge eggs. Well, yeah. And I want to be clear. I really, I was digging that until they had her speak, and then I'm like, okay, this is yeah. And the weird movements that she did, like the jerky movements, yeah. uh, that was kind of yeah. I, I agree, that was kind of weird. Um, I enjoyed the uh, the clone troopers though. The, whenever they're going down there to find Barris, they take with them about ten clone troopers, and they get picked off kind of like one by one, like very alienish. Like it's like a like two go upstairs to really relay something, and then they're like they're both taken out, and you hear this ah, scream down the hall. And I was like, that was pretty cool. And then also, too, I, and I didn't mention it on the last episode, but both episodes, I noticed your chanting. Do you remember talking about the chanting on the last episode? I wondered if you would pick up yeah, on that. Yeah, because you, you, you said something about it, and I was like, I didn't hear it. And then I saw it in the first episode where they're opening up the gates. It's like, oh. And then in this one, too, mm-hmm. uh, whenever they're entering into the catacomb, it's like this a little bit lower. And it's, it's, it's not as loud as the other one, but it's kind of like, oh, kind of thing. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. They're starting to introduce like kind of like really good sound effects into these. And I, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the yep. I enjoyed the catacomb thing. I, I I really felt like there was a little bit of unbelievability for me whenever they're like, just shoot the columns. I'm like, dude, you're gonna trap yourself. Like like you would trap yourself. I mean, it's just kind of like I don't know. Like if you look at the maps of the first ones where uh, the two padawans go in, it's like crisscross and all sorts of stuff. I'm like, you can't just shoot columns out. I mean, and expect to not collapse something big that you can't get out. I don't know. That was my only kind of pet peeve about the. Uh, the, the descent, maybe, is the best way to call it. I, I, I can understand that, but that is an established trope, right? You, yeah, I agree. If the heroes say, shoot out the columns and collapse the cave, it's a given that that's only going to fall on the bad guys. Yeah, I agree. And I enjoyed the fact, too, that the zombies were kind of... They were smart whenever they would attack, but they weren't whenever they weren't attacking. Like, almost as, like she had the control over them, so they didn't suspect that, like, Rex... or It wasn't Rex, but the other the other clone troopers surround them with the lights. And uh, I thought that was kind of neat. I thought that was cool that Obi-Wan picked up on that really quick. and was just like, just cut your lights on at the same mm-hmm. time. Uh, we'll blind them, and I, th- I think you'll be okay. Um, I did enjoy the fact that he wanted to take that one worm out with him, and Anakin was just like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> and just, like, stepped on it. It was like, t- you can, when he see something, he said something like, you can do experiments off my boot or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah okay. sample my boot Yeah, you can sample my yeah. boot. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, uh, that was, yeah, that was very frustrating, because I was totally on Obi-Wan's side there. I'm like, yeah, you study them, learn what they're... What how do the, how does this all work? But um, yeah, they're both playing their characters very well. 
it was a good episode. I liked it. I liked it better. I liked it better than the previous episode. Um, I don't know if that was. I don't know why. Honestly, like I'm, I'm trying to think of like something that stuck out where I was just like, "That's pretty cool." The the big queen brood mother was neat, but just a claustrophobic feeling. Yeah, agreed. The the you get in too deep before you realize, you know, when they're like, oh, "Go signal to the yeah. go to the surface and tell them," and those guys get taken out right away. So it's like you realize too late that you're 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 trapped. Also, too, I think that, uh, and I'm going back to graphics, John. Um, it's really easy to make a scary, dark movie where somebody's holding a flashlight and you're videotaping recording it. But to do that in animation has got to be pretty hard. You know what I mean? Like, because you've got to know what the light would actually look like. And, like, know, like, because there was lots of scenes where they're going through the catacombs descending and they have their lights on and they're, like, kind of looking left to right. And you see very good shadows. Like, you see, like, it looks very lifelike uh, where they where they have light. And that, I think that's a pretty impressive thing to do, at least in animation for me. But Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna start calling you non-graphics, John. Just give me the story. I, I don't care about so what it looks beyond, like. Yeah, we're give, so beyond graphics. Me, I don't give care. mystic figures and tell me the old man's story. Draw it in the sand with a stick. I shall enjoy it. Um, I, you know what? A proper story, stick figure Star Wars. That would be highly entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd watch it at least. I mean, I agree with you. Um, and that's actually rem- remind me whenever we're at the end of the podcast about something, whenever I tell you that, um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I definitely would rate this one higher. I-, I said 68. I went and modified my score to 75 after you convinced me that it really wasn't that bad. And it wasn't, you're right. I would probably been a little bit too low. This guy for me is probably a 78, 79. It was better. I don't know that it held my, my attention as much as the Zillow Beast did, but what was your thoughts? Hmm. Uh, I want to say for, for me, this is about an 84. Okay. Um, compared to the Zillow Beast. Yeah, that's, that, that's Beast. my, that's been my favorite episodes of season two. Maybe all Clone Wars, honestly. I, I really enjoy this. I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I think they're about equal to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I liked the feel of this episode. It was just a good this is probably the vibe going on. Yeah, the, the first proper horror episode, I would say. Like, I haven't, I don't remember any of the other ones that are just like, like dark and twisted and like kind of like, yeah, I, I should probably raise my my a point or two just because of that. Like, it, it, it was a proper horror episode, like jump scare episode, not like, uh, you know, entrails and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. It was good. Well, the again, yeah, jump scares and everything, but but the the worm is crawling around the nostrils and stuff. Yeah, that that's was pretty proper good. Yeah, that is gross. Yeah, that is. That's pretty. That's pretty creepy. Bo- body horror or whatever that's yeah, called. Yeah, and you almost, honestly, like the viewer up until Obi-Wan does his plan thinks that we're about to see that again. Like, you, like it's one thing when you see it and you're like, oh, that's gross. Then it's another one you're like, it's about to happen. Like, yeah. And he's going to let it <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and Obi-Wan's weird enough to let this happen. I mean, the the, the line of the episode has to be when he, he was like, um, didn't he say like, uh, what do you think? The ear or the nose? Uh, let's take bets or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was that was fantastic. Well, also, to be fair to Anakin, Anakin's like I think he said ear pretty quick. Like he was like ear. I think <laughs> like it's in like this is a common thing that he expects from his, his former master. You know, he's like yeah, he's a little weird like this. This is his thing. <laughs> this is his kink. <laughs> he likes this kind of stuff. You know. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was it was a better episode than the other one. It was good. I liked it. I liked it. All right, John. Okay. Well, let's get this over with. Yep. Here we go. I had not seen Visions Episode 7. I enjoyed Visions Episode 7 pretty well. Like, I, it's in my top three of the Visions episodes that we watched. 
How did you feel about Visions? Episode 7. I did something okay. in a former life to deserve this. <laughs> okay. I don't know what. Okay. No, I'm, I'm actually joking. Totally joking. This was, this was good. It was good. This was this was good. Now I wrote in my notes. I know the reason. Because it's Star Wars. I know the reason that if John like I literally write this. If I know the reason that if John likes this, I know why. Why? The voice work. Um. Do you? Did you? I had to look the voices up. Did you, you look did. the voices up? No, I knew immediately yeah. who the master was. Who? Uh, the guy from Stranger Things. Uh, okay, I just I want to see if you were right. I, I did not. I, I was. I thought David Harbour. That, that voice. Harbour. That's a yeah, yeah. That that's a good voice. And I was thrown off by the fact that he's voicing um, the person I called Trailer Park Qui Gon. But <laughs> Trailer Park um, Qui Gon is excellent. Yes, he was. <laughs> and he, and he that was, was a little disconcerting. And, 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 and to be fair to him, to be fair to, 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 to Dollar Store Qui Gon, the uh, he was very. <laughs> He was very like slow to react to things, and it, it led you to a, a belief that maybe he was actually slow. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I was just go like like he he'd pause before he said something, and it wasn't like a it didn't feel like a wise pause. Like I'm I'm really concentrating on this. Let me take the force in. It was just like a oh you're talking to me kind of thing. You know what I mean? And uh, I didn't quite I didn't quite pick up on that, but you're 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 right. Actually, that was kind of sitting in my subconscious. Yes, yeah, he, it was very correct. slow. It was to not react to stuff. a wise pause. Yeah, yeah, it was just slow. Yeah, it was. It was like, yeah, it was like, like you know, you're like, okay, let's move on. Like, <laughs> and I just took that as the necessary uh, yin to the yang of the. And, and the I'm young sure that, that is exactly yeah. what it was meant as. I, I'm 100 percent positive that's what it was meant as. Um, but just to me, I was just kind of like, okay, let's let's keep keep story going, guy. <laughs> Come on. But uh, yeah, I, I I immediately when I first heard it, I thought this cannot be Harrison Ford. Because he has a little bit of Harrison, it sounds like Harrison Ford a little bit. I'm like, they did not get Harrison Ford to come back and voice some Jedi. And I was like, if they did, that's the coolest thing in the world because he didn't get to voice one previously. Um, but then I, I kept listening to it and I was like, I know this voice, I know this voice, I know this voice. And then it finally hit on me. And the funny thing was, is it really actually wasn't because of uh, Stranger Things, which I've watched hours and hours of, but it was um, the Black Widow movie, where like he kind of has this like like weird okay. thing he would do and like the Russian you know voice it, all that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I was like, that's exactly who it is. It's David Harbour. And then I had to look it back up, and yeah. Yeah, it was. I was expecting the kid to be somebody that I didn't know also, but I didn't know who it was. So. Right. I'm sorry. I, I'm uh, yeah. I go ahead. I, I looked it up because of, of um, what was the guy's name? The the Jedi Master. What was his name? I don't remember his name. Give me one second. I got it right here. Okay, so there's Jordan Fisher who played Dan Gavash. Dan, it's Dan. He says he says the word Dan. Dan is the is the younger kid, uh, and Tajin is the the master. Tajin, Tajin, T A G I T H R T A J I N, Tajin. God, that does I, not, I think he just calls it. That did not stick. He just calls him master. He doesn't ever use that word. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well. Oh, and the uh, and the uh, the the evil old guy. Yeah, the old guy's pretty good. That, that's yeah. He was. Yeah, but who's who's that voice? James at? Hong. The great James Hong. Amazing. I feel terrible, but I don't know who James Hong is. <gasps> Big Trouble in Little China guy? No. Was it? You're joking. No, I didn't. You don't know. I did not recognize that. <sighs> I did not recognize him at all. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? The, oh, I didn't recognize his voice one bit. Oh, but once you I saw up, it. You know, the other, I did not yeah, I like, know James that Hong. was him. I did not know that was him. Absolutely. Wow. Okay, that's cool. That makes that makes, that makes makes the episode even better for me. Uh, honestly, that really does. Like, I did not recognize him. Yep, and and I loved that. Um, I love that he set the trap for the Jedi. Yeah, 
I love that uh, the the fight with the kid. Now, I really did think he killed the kid. I did too. I, I really did. I, I thought that was, I was, and I thought that was that was dark. Pr- that was fine. Yeah. That was, well, that I don't was, know. Well, I was, it was dark. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's dark. I, I felt that that right. was setting his character up for being really dark. Like he just did not care. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, um, I mean, all the signs are there. You know, this kid's gonna die. Well, the two, all the signs, the whole episode. The two Jedi samurai swords are pretty darn cool too. I gotta admit. Like I was just like, all right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, with with the typical visions, um, you know, slant on it. It's like why do they have why do they have pointy tips? You know I mean, they yeah. they're they're clearly meant to be whatever that kind of sword's called, the short saber sword like thing. Saber samurai sword. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, what I'm no, I should say samurai sword. Yeah, you're right. It's more of a saber. Yeah, they're, but they're lightsabers. Okay? And, I mean, all we've ever seen of lightsabers is just they're just beams beams of laser. Stop. They're laser yeah, swords. Yeah, yeah, laser swords. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. So it, that it, was, was it was overdone, but the, you got the you typical do visions thing. You knew that if you, if I know you it's very. You knew that if you were going to be doing the artwork for visions, you had to come up with a cool lightsaber because you're out of canon. I know. You're out of canon, just like the umbrella one from the first episode. Remember how it was so weird, but it was so kind of cool too. Remember the lasers? Yeah, that would. Yeah, it, that one would be close to this one in the sense that this is Star Wars, and yet it's not Star Wars. Yeah. So you know, it, it's. But but I was okay with it because it's a good story. Oh, totally. It's a good little yeah, it was story. good. So would you would you rate this as your favorite visions? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Hands okay. down. Okay, I'm still torn. No I'm, I'm still torn between the first one and this one. Um, I really, no, this, I, I really this one, the first one by a mile. Okay, my interesting. If, if for nothing else, the kill shot. Yeah, that, that was, was fantastic. Okay. And I enjoyed the fact that you think everything's over and then he blows everything up and he kind of like melts away in this weird like gunky stuff too yeah oops sorry I mean, yeah 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 so so we didn't yeah learn you know and immediately dan i mean not dan but tajin uh master tajin doesn't he knows that he can't do anything like he's like oh this is like a missed opportunity like this guy came and hunt us down and we still didn't get it you know and i enjoyed the big beast too that was slaughtered they set that up well beware of these guys you're a padawan just be careful these guys can be you know these these animals can be kind of crazy and then the first thing that happens on is one's got his throat slit you know and then the guys behind him i'm like yeah Cool, and it was a cool shot too. Whenever they showed the size difference between them, I'm like, "This does not matter. This does not matter. <laughs> it does not matter." Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it was good. It was it was good. It, it was a good episode. I, I I'm still gonna put it behind the first one, Visions One, but uh, I yeah, it, it was good. I liked it better than all the other ones. Definitely my favorite of the Vision series. Uh, I think there's one more. Is that yeah? Right? We got one more to watch. We'll watch that. Uh, let's do. Um, I'm almost done with the book. Uh, but let's do let's do one more week of two more episodes, and uh, we'll do Visions Eight and close it out, and then we can jump back to the book. I think that'll be good. The book being the light of the Jedi okay. that I've been trying to read forever. All right, John, it's the last part of the podcast. I'd like to kind of cover what other geeky stuff we've been watching. What uh, what have you been watching lately? So I finally uh, knocked out. Um, is it season three of? Umbrella Academy? Oh, yes. Season three, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. You were way ahead of me on that one. Yeah. I'm usually ahead of you on other you things, are, but yep. you were you blew through that one. Oh, we Because that's like your, we, your thing. Yeah, we binged that in like, like I don't know, like uh, three nights maybe. And correct me if I'm wrong, that's based on a comic, right? Graphic novel? It is. I believe it was. Right. I, I, I don't know. I never. This is. I, that's one of the things I love about the show is that I didn't read the graphic novel or comics. I don't know. Whether, which I assumed one, you had. Yeah, so I don't know which one it was. Um, okay. I think I want to say there was an actual comic, um, 
but yeah, I, I, I didn't read this one. I mean, I, I knew of it. and Well, let me take that back. I didn't know of it until they started filming it. And somebody was like, oh, they're actually doing a... I saw somebody on a you know, message board or something like They're doing an Umbrella Academy show. So I went and investigated it. So I knew that at that point that it was a comic or graphic novel. But no, I didn't know any. I never read it or anything like that. So, Well, I will say, and I'm, I'm betting you agree, that season three, best by far. Yeah, it was. It was best really yet. good. It really was. And uh, we're not going to spoil anything in case you haven't seen it. But... um. I, this was well, you can spoil you can say the setup for the oh, season. Oh yeah 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 yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the setting. So is. so basically, at the end of the last season, we dropped. Uh, if you don't want to know about it, cut your podcast off because we're about to talk about it. The end of season two, they uh, time travel. They successfully time travel. All get back, but time has changed in a Back to Future kind of way. Um, and they end up in the what was the the uh, Umbrella Academy, but is now the House of the Sparrows. I think is what they called it, the Sparrow House. Sparrow Academy. Yeah, Sparrow Academy. No, it's just Sparrow. Academy. Okay, Sparrow Academy, and they. Um, land and end up having to have a confrontation with four new members of the team and their dead brother uh who was uh used to talk to what is the guy's character um oh, he's the best character in the show the one oh god I, the one that could actually talk to the uh, dead brother yep oh I, anyways I, we, we're I, not we're not gonna look it up we're not gonna look it up yeah. we're just gonna sound like idiots nope. because we are raving about the show and can't remember that character's name uh yeah, the drunk jesus yes guy. he is so good he's such a good actor and he's such a good character um, yep. Yeah. So, so, anyways, they they, they jump back uh, to another timeline. Maybe is the best way to say it. And it ends up being uh, this new Spiro Academy, and the father is still the father, and the mother still the mother. Um, Pogo still kind of around. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It was just good. It was a really good storytelling. It was really good writing. Um, gory in a lot. Very gory engaging. in a lot of parts. Yeah. yeah and 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 uh, Elliot Page's character is really good. Like, there's a lot of really good writing around his character. Like, it's like it's like. Um, the, and I don't want to ruin it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I can't say the scene. Yeah, you're dancing, man. Yeah, I really well, there's one scene that is so good. It is so. It is like one of the best scenes of the entire show. But if I tell you what happens in that scene, it ruins. Tell me. Tell me what it is. And if it's if it's, I think it's too spoilery. We'll just cut it. Look, it's the party part at the end of the world. Um, I can't no. say the word. I can't say the word. And you're gonna be like, who's getting? And you're like, okay, well, these two are getting. Um, I'm just oh. gonna say the party scene. The party scene toward the end of the world. Party scene. Yeah, okay, ready. All right. All right. It's the party scene toward the end of the season, uh, where they're celebrating something, and I'm not gonna talk about what it is. But um, it, it's just a weird mix of characters, and they all interact in a place in a way that you honestly feel that these characters would interact, especially given their backgrounds and their stories and, and their relationships with each other and stuff. I, I don't know. I thought it was really, really good. I, I, I really appreciate that show. That was a really good show. It, it, it really is. I had forgotten about it because how long have it been since season two? Season two, I believe, came out at the beginning of COVID, if I remember. Oh God! So yeah, for you know, three lifetimes ago. Yeah, so yeah. that's I I totally forgotten about it. And when season three came out, I just I held off. I don't know why. I had other things to watch. I finally got around to it and it enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, it's definitely worth the watch. That's good job. Yeah, very very good job. I, I really enjoyed the season and and it's yeah, it, it's it's really really good. And it's one of those things too that um. It's almost like a Game of Thrones thing where, like, there's characters that you hated or you loved at one point that you kind of hate now, and there's characters that you hated at one point and you kind of love them now. It's a very, it's very, and and it's not because of one specific thing. It's just something that's built up over time and it's built up over three seasons. And I love that. I, I love that fact. Like, it's just really good writing and it's very continuous writing. And it's almost, it's almost like, like, like an, like an arc. 
like an arc. Yeah, it, like a character arc. If I can coin a phrase. Yeah, you can, but but usually in TV with with me at least, it's usually I know, one, yeah, the, like the one, sitcom reset. Yeah, yeah, the sitcom yeah. reset, and there's usually one specific thing that either happened on screen or off screen that you're supposed to change your view of the character for. And and when you have series that like change your view about somebody over a long a long time, that's you should appreciate that just because it was planned out that way usually. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, Ember Academy is amazing. This last season was uh, two. One was really good. One got me hooked. Two was good. It wasn't near as good as one or three, and definitely three. I think was the best out of all of them. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it was good. It was a very very good show. Very good show. Um, I haven't been watching that much. I've been watching mostly sports for the last week or two. Um, did watch? Started watching uh, on Disney Plus. They have an Industrial Light and Magic. Uh, series that's about ILM and like the early start of it and how Lucas started it and kind of Star Wars was the the first kind of core thing that they did and then you know they kind of built up over time and um, have you watched any of that or watched the preview for that at all it's on Disney Plus yeah so it I think I saw it yeah but no it's six episodes like an hour each Uh, I think I'm on episode three right now but the first episode was about how uh, it's kind of neat is uh coming off of American Graffiti Lucas had a, a pretty decent budget for Star Wars actually and even though it was kind of this weird film that nobody knew if it would make it or not. But uh, so he he took like, I think it was like a million bucks, which, you know, was huge back then. And gave it to pretty much all these like special effects guys in California, in the Valley. It was just like, hey, look, I'm going to shoot this movie in London. While I'm gone, I need I have these like 400 set pieces for the movie that I need to look really good for special effects. And all these, it was really kind of cool because like all these guys were just like a kind of like a club. Like, they all worked at different studios on commercials. They all worked on different, like, soap operas. And, like, you know, some of them knew rigging. Some of them knew camera work. Some of them knew, and, and this is really wild, they knew mill work because they had to mill machines that they could actually make the cameras run on, like the train track, stuff like that, you know, that they get shots with. Oh, wow, okay. So, like, yeah. so you have all these different, uh, like, disciplines, and they have to all kind of work together to, to, to create what he created just because um, – so I think most people that listen to the podcast have seen 2001 Space Odyssey. So like Kubrick like kind of like made this new form of movie viewing. Uh, like, you know, the, something that actually looked like a legitimate, not just prop, you know, silver spaceship or silver flying saucer flying through, you know, space. Like, he, like he, you know, he, t- he took time and made like these very detailed props and all this other kind of stuff. So you can tell all these guys are just completely enamored with that, uh, you know, and then they're like, okay, so we've got to do this like pretty much like, World War One Red Baron space movie and all of them too. It's very it's brutally honest. Maybe I mean it's like all of them are like you know I signed on for this for like two or three months and I read the script and they they all like kind of pan the script. They're all just like what are we talking about? Like I don't get it, but it's kind of cool because I get to work with stuff with a lot of money and and uh, and then so basically then um, I'm not trying to ruin anything, but Lucas comes back from London. And he's like he's like so show me what you got and they show him like three small clips out of the four hundred and he's like. Holy crap, guys! What is going on here? And then it kind of shows other stuff, like they're all partying and like having fun, and like they're all young, and you know, so it's 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 a very neat, like it's one of those things that you could really honestly see happening. You know, after you've aged a bit, you're just kind of like, yeah, I could totally see that happening with a lot of money. But um, but then they get it back on track, and it's it's on episode two, and it's really good so far. I've only been on the third episode, but uh, highly recommend it. I think it's called Industrial Light and Magic. That's it, just ILM, uh, and it's on Disney Plus. It's a pretty good documentary series. I it, I it's good, especially you know it's. It's kind of a sidecar to the podcast because it's not chronological or anything like that. But, um, you know, it kind of shows the background and the making of and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty good. 
I highly recommend it. No, I know. I know. I saw it uh, on the dashboard and didn't really pay it too much money. Yeah, that, that, that's so the thing with now you're you're selling me on it. Yeah, I, well, I that's the thing with Disney Plus is like I feel like if you don't if you don't know about a show and know exactly your targeted thing to watch, all you have is that one little icon to judge. I mean, I, I mean, maybe your people are not like me, and maybe they go to it and go watch the trailer and all that kind of stuff. But to me, it's just like I have such little time to watch stuff that like you got to catch mm-hmm. me with that little bitty. A little bit of icon, you know what I mean? Like you gotta be like, what is industrial light magic? Like, like show me, like, um, and maybe Netflix is the one that's learned this because of how long they've been operating. But like with Netflix, if you hover over something, it'll immediately start playing stuff in the background. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that makes me want to set my TV on fire. Uh, well, I so I, I don't. I and I'm, I'm, I'm different. Than God, you I hate that so much. Yeah, see, I don't because I'm like, okay, well, it may catch my eye. Like, let me watch a little bit of it and be like, no, it's not my thing. And then move on. Or to the, the tile thing. that you when you put it on the tile, it then like spans to half the screen. You're like, no, no, no. And so just, you, you gotta really have like a good. It shrinks down and it spans the next. You really need to have like a good UI for that though, because like if you can put it in a place in the background and like hover over it and then have it start playing, but in the background, like you kind of get a little bit like you're not messing with the menuing, but you're but you're changing the background so that it actually shows you a little bit of what you're might be seeing. I think it, I think it's a good way to do that. I, Disney, I hate Disney it. Plus doesn't have it, and then Netflix Netflix isn't bad. Hulu does it too, I believe. I think if you hover over something, it'll or like well, put your controller over something. Netflix was. Yeah, I mean, Netflix was the first one to do it, I think, because they were one of the first to, to exist. Right. But, um, no, everybody I've talked to hates that. I so hate I that. I don't. I, so much. I think you can turn it off, but I've never really bothered. You probably can. I hate it I would, I, with I would a burning passion. But, again, you, if not, all you got to go by is, is the little bitty picture and then, like, a, a, like a three-sentence yeah, it, it makes me it makes me skip. Yeah, really totally. fast. I'm like, don't play, don't play, don't play. What is this? Don't don't care. Yeah, don't play, yeah. don't play, don't play, don't play. I've noticed YouTube started doing it too. When you go from video to video, at least on the like, I watch YouTube. Yes. I watch YouTube on the Xbox, and when you go from video yep. to video, it immediately starts playing something, and you're like, oh, stop, don't do that. Yeah, but that's not. It, it's it's like unobtrusive though. It's it's totally different. Yeah, I, I can't explain it. how Netflix does it. It just I it just annoys. Let me, let me the say this: crap when you have to me. press an extra button to exit out of that preview, that's when you know it's annoying. Like if they can embed the preview yes. in the screen somewhere else. And you yeah. can move on, then that's not. I, I get that. I, I I agree that you shouldn't have to perform an extra action just to close that off that you didn't start. And that's probably what makes people like you so mad. Is you're like, I didn't start this. <laughs> Why, I didn't start Why are you this? making me cancel it? I didn't start this. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So so uh, you're playing without my permission. <laughs> Those are my bits I pay for. I pay Comcast every month. Those ones and zeros are mine, not yours. I will choose to start you. There's a word I haven't heard in a long time. Uh, Comcast. Oh, I'm on Comcast. Yeah, you're not on Comcast. I forgot about that. Oh my! Although, God. although I will say, and this is this has nothing to do with our podcast whatsoever, but I'm going to keep it in there. I am getting fiber in the next couple of months, and I'm ecstatic about it. I'm ecstatic. I live in a small neighborhood. That's yes, about welcome, only, welcome. To, I know, you I know. 2015. I live in a neighborhood with 30 houses. I mean, it's not. Viable for them, to, financially viable for them to run it until they just need the money, and I think they just need the money at this point. Is someone gonna have to go down and, and let them in through the front gate? No, we don't have a gate. No, there's no gate. It's just a road. But uh, <laughs> can somebody call down to Stephen and tell him the Comcast people are here? <laughs> the fiber people are being. Ask late. him if he has any great points. <laughs> Stephen, let them in, please. Stephen, let them in. Um, yeah, no, but I'm, I'm excited about it, and I'm excited about the fiber. But that's a whole other story. I don't know why I'm talking about it on the podcast. Um, I don't know. That's that's pretty much all. I've been. Oh, She-Hulk. Let's let's talk touch on She-Hulk really quick, really quick, like super two two or three minutes. Yeah, let's touch on it. It's it's ongoing. Yeah. So, um, so, so where, yeah. Have you watched all of them? All three of them. I'm caught up to all. Yeah, I'm caught up to all three. Okay, so I, so I watched two. We're gonna bounce around on this. We're gonna generalize. We're not gonna talk about spoilers just because it's an active show. Um, 
it's it's it to me it, it feels like a like a Hawkeye kind of thing like the Christmas funny series amazed me because I wasn't expecting that and I really enjoyed it. This feels like a comic book series like if when you read comics every now and then you'll just get six issues of just something stupid and crazy and this feels like that. Like I don't I, it, it's neat. It's neat. I, I I'm not I'm not against it. I'm not particularly for it either. I'm definitely going to keep watching it. But it feels like a cool little side story that just is kind of funny and I like that she breaks the fourth wall and like I don't know what Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It, it it's it's comic booky. Yeah. It it really kind of feels it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. It's having fun with yeah, it totally. because I mean come on, it's She-Hulk. I mean come on. And I I there's so much bashing and 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 really kind of hate hate trit out there for this. I don't get I don't it. either. It's yeah. It's entertaining. What's the problem? Yeah, it's what well, like I said like like it, it amazes me if you don't even find this entertaining and still loved like Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye was so good to me because it was like this like Christmas caper thing. Like it was just this like weird, you know, couple of episodes of this show with really good actors and it was funny and it was hilarious and I, I enjoyed it. And that's the same thing I'm getting from this. It's just kind of like, yeah, this is really good. This is, this is what, um, you know, when you read comics, you don't get the core stories every single issue and you get these kind of really fun side things that and then at the end of them you're like that was really creative that was that was really good they used the character really well and it advanced the story some and like for me i really enjoyed the the back and forth between her and, and bruce in the first episode like I, I was just like oh okay it's pretty good like it's like i don't know it's just kind of like a cool training montage that you would see in like the 80s movies like i don't know i just it was fun i like i enjoyed yeah, it. yeah the 80, yeah the 80s training montage that that, that is fantastic it certainly seems to me like as more and more people get into doing YouTube videos and, oh, and podcasts yeah. and what have you, yeah. where it's it's their livelihood, and so how do they generate clicks? Yeah, you get somebody, yeah. You know? Yeah, see, that's the, this is the, the woke Hulk. Yeah. The woke Hulk. This, uh, just come on, man. Hey, just just, just let everybody know this is the great thing about this podcast. We make no money whatsoever. So You keep saying you're going to pay me, but I, yeah, so, I'm starting to so, dab my So doubts. don't worry. We're just up here giving opinions. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not chilling for the bucks. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I'm sure a lot of people was like, yeah, you know, Marvel Shields. Look, it's a fun it show. It is. It's I very fun. You don't like it? Don't friggin' watch Seriously, it. I don't dude. Care. Yeah, nobody's forcing you. But at the hate, but the 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 hate that you see out there, and and I hate to use the word hate, but there's a lot of the hate that you see out there really does. You have to take away the people who are doing that just for the clicks. Yeah. And what's left is you know people mocking the CGI. Actually, I get some of that because some of the CGI there is, is there's some. Not yeah, that I, great. I agree. I agree. There's there's some that you can but, tell that they focused on and some that they didn't focus on. But that's part of that's yeah. part of shows. I mean, that's what how it works. But that that's just yeah, that's just where we are. So I don't know. It's been fun so far. I'm gonna keep watching it. Totally. Um, yeah, it's a fun show. Like like I enjoy it. it it's I don't know. It's it, it's one of those like just kind of like let's not take everything too seriously. Um, I enjoy the actors too. I enjoy the actress, the main actress that plays Chi Hulk. I enjoy. Well, actually, I enjoy all the different actors. There's a bunch of different people. The the part that killed me that one time was wherever he's entered. Uh, she gets introduced to the new office, and she walks in with the assistant that she's known, you know, forever. And then this guy comes in. And he like introduces himself. He's like, "Here's the map to the bathrooms, the good bathrooms." <laughs> and everybody's like, "Thank you." Like it was so good. They they said it so sincerely. Oh, like, Thank no, you. it was perfect because every, that was awesome. If you've ever worked in an office setting, you know exactly what they're talking about. And it's just like yep. it's just like oh. there's a good bathroom and yeah. bad. It was just a, it was just a perfect script. That, that was that was really really good. Yeah, it's a good show. I mean, it, it's a good show. I hate that people are giving it giving it any type of hate, honestly, because I think that it's not deserved. I think that if you look at it and kind of look at it as a fun thing, and also too, like I can't imagine people that like really hate something so bad and then log on to Disney plus to watch another episode of it. Like, it's just like, it's just like, just quit. Just 
move on. There's so much content out there. There's so much good stuff out there. Especially, too, I think all the stuff that got built up with COVID. Like, I'm like, all of it's kind of getting, like, edited and released now. So, like, don't, just go watch something else, man. I mean, don't. Have you truly never hate-watched something? Because that is human nature, my friend. I, I, I have probably, I don't want to call it hate-watching because there's not much that I hate. I would say that there's some stuff that I know is so bad and, like, B-rate that I will totally watch it. Yeah, that's not this. This is. Yeah, this I've is never, where... I've never hate watch. Like, 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 like. Even okay, let's say this. Even with visions, and I know it's not up your alley, and I know you don't like it. You're not hate watching it, are you? Am I am I forcing you the, to watch the, it for the other, other than other? Okay, so episode one was new and fresh, yeah. and I didn't know what was yeah. going on. And then from two to six, yeah, I I only watched them because I had to. Okay, there's a big difference. But that's not a, that's, that's not, not hate watching. watching yes, agreed. That's not hate watching. I've never hate no. watched anything. I don't think I have. Honestly, like I, I like there's so much there's such a small finite amount of my time that why on earth would I spend it watching something I hate? Because they, uh, I'm sure that there were a lot of people who hate watched uh, Game of Thrones in the sense that. I hate that character so much, and I want him to okay, die. Okay, that's different. That's different. That's like you're you're watching for a particular character. I that is not that's the opposite of hate watching. That's love watching because the writers are so good that you dislike that character mm. that much. Oh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But that's not hate. Okay, hate, hate watching, watching more applies. Yeah, to to like uh, political shows or you know commentary shows where you're you you hate some somebody on the right, and so you watch that show just to pick them apart. Yeah, I don't. Right. I, that, that's a true hate watch. I, but I don't have the time. No, to do that. I, I would but, say uh, for, I guess for fiction, yeah, right? Oh, people love because they love they love feeling that, that that energy and they love proving themselves in their own minds that they're right. Right? He just said something stupid, and I know it's stupid, and I can prove it to all my friends the next time I see them. Yeah, like a, that's yeah. that's hate watching. Okay, yeah, I, I don't do that. I, I honestly don't know if I've ever done that. But that's only because maybe I just, like, maybe when I retire, I'll just be like, all right, let's log on to Fox News and watch some Fox News. <laughs> like, it just, just be like, you know what I mean? Then go ride the golf cart around the village. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm yeah. like, like, I just, I just, I don't have the, I, the time and I, you know, and also too, like, I just, like, I feel like there's so many different things to watch. Like, why would I do that? Like, why do you want to do that? I don't know. It's just, it, it, I understand why people do it. I just don't, I don't get it. I I unfortunately do get it. I don't really do that either, but I I know that's a f- component of human nature. And again, a lot of people they're doing it. You find it funny, but they're doing it because I have to make a YouTube episode about this, and I have to yeah, say agree. It's awful. Yeah, and that's different. Yeah, that, yeah, that's when, yeah. When you have a, a monetization, I don't want to call it a scheme, yep. but when you have a monetization incentive. channel, yeah, incentive, yeah, incentive, incentive is the best word. But when you have a monetization incentive. To not like something though, but you're at that point you're going in knowing what your opinion is. I mean, it's just kind of like you're. Just, <laughs> yes, shocker. Yeah, you're. Just, it's just. But but that's what I'm saying though. It's just jotting down notes at that point. It's just note taking on yep. something that you hate. Um, yeah. I thought you meant there are people that dislike something so much that have no monetary reason to watch it are watching it just to spite, and that that just kills me. Because I think there are. No, there. No, I, really I, I agree with you. I think there probably are people that do that. But I just like like like. There's so much more constructive things you can do with your time i mean i don't know like you know maybe you should yeah. go out and create a youtube that's what's terrible let's say you go create a youtube channel that doesn't like it and make some money for yourself off of it but then this is the vicious circle that we're talking about you know this is the same yeah. this is the this is the loop that like now you're caught in this thing where you're making money off something and you feel like you want to criticize everything off the cuff yeah i yeah i, I that just comes with um with non-professional content creation. 
like this podcast. Yeah, like, like, all you non-professionals. Like, like, like this podcast. I mean, it's, it's just kind of like it's just kind of like, yeah. I mean, I, I. It's weird that now you can like you know twenty years ago we never would have said you could make money off something like that, and then now you do have people that make really good money off of it, and um, it just creates a circular pattern to where uh, people that don't make good money off of it idolize the people that do make good money off of it. And now you just get this weird, like, everybody's got to be one more tick up. Everybody's got to go to 11 or 12. And, yeah, whatever. You got, you got to, I'm, you, not play, I'm not playing a game, Eric. I'm not playing a game. <laughs> you got to learn to pick and choose. I'm for real. You, 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 you got to learn. <laughs> listen up. This is now a Star Trek <laughs> podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, all right, so, so you've got to pick. So, in, in my opinion... And, and I love Twitter, and every people hate Twitter. People just despise it. It's a trash heap, burning heap, you know, all this stuff. The whole key to Twitter is like, and in YouTube, and YouTube is the exact same way, is never going off your list and prune your list like a like a maniac. Like, it, like it, it, if you start seeing something that you don't like where somebody's getting something, an opinion that you just don't agree with, like, chop it. Like, just chop it, unfollow, you know, you know don't watch it on YouTube, that kind of thing. And... It becomes a tool for me, at least at that point, because I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm sure everybody's like, oh, now you're just seeing an echo chamber. I'm not cutting. I was thinking the words echo chamber. I know, chamber. I know, yes. I know, you know, but I'm not, I'm not, I, you're, you, you're way more political than I am, but I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not following these people because of their views. And some of them have views that I don't agree with at all. I'm following these people because they usually make me laugh or I enjoy the interactions with them or, or just hearing what they're talking about because of their lives, that kind of thing. And I think that's a that's a tool. I think that's a good communications tool. Um, when you start getting to where you're like hate following people and stuff like that, that's crazy to me. Like I just I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I just think you you got to be meticulous in cutting people, and you got to be able to say, hey, I don't like this anymore. I'm chopping it. But um, stuff like Twitter and YouTube become a really good tool if you don't. I mean, if you're able to do that. Um, I think a lot of people aren't, and I think that you just get bombarded. Yeah, with that's so much asking stuff. a lot. A lot of the general populace there. It is, but that's your responsibility as a citizen. I don't know. I mean, I, as a citizen not, of yeah, this I, great I, nation, citizen, I knew exactly right when I uttered the word citizen. I was like, that is the wrong <laughs> word to say because I know John is going to be all over. The, and you were like, I like barely got the zin out of my mouth before you were like citizen. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Being, I knew where I could tell yeah, where it was yeah, going. I, I, it was yeah, I, I'm not being political. But I'm just saying, like, as as a as a Cons- I hate using the word consumer too. That's a terrible word. Consume. To yeah. So yes. yes. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As if you're, if you, if you, if you wall off your garden and try not try to uh, let different flowers into your garden or different vegetables into your garden, but still wall it off to like the really bad pesticide. I don't know. I don't know what this analogy is going. Yeah. Toward. Keep this analogy know, going. Yeah. This is enjoyable. So if you wall off your garden and allow some stuff from the outside, even that you don't agree with, grow in your garden. It's not a bad thing. If you have something that's really terrible, like a GMO crop, I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm totally joking there. I'm just saying, if you have something that's really terrible in your garden, then that's your fault. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure out. You need stuff. to apply the mulch of informed opinion <laughs> and a little fertilizer of love. And I mean, you know, yeah, I, I just you gotta be responsible for what you listen to. I mean, there, yeah, I t- I totally agree with you. That the, and the She-Hulk thing's a great argument. It's just you're just kind of like, what are we, you know? Why do you keep watching this if you hate it so much? Just find something else to watch. All right, John. We've gone off into a huge tangent tonight. It's it's been a good tangent. A little bit. Okay. Oh, I've had fun. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It, it's been it's been it's been good. Um. All right. So next uh, episode, I I humbly submit that I have not 
completely finished the book yet. So I think that our next podcast is not going to be about Light of the Jedi, which um, if you guys don't know, well, when we started this project, all of the Old Republic stuff had not come out yet. That's how long ago we started this project. So while we've been working through, in chronological order, um, all the different episodes and books and comics and, and drama, audio dramas, um, other books have come out that were way before the, in chronological order, way before in what's called the High Republic. And what we're trying to do is maybe every like you know fifth episode or something, we'll go back and take a, a some big substantial chunk of that. Which the first one that actually came out for the entire High Republic order was uh, Charles Sewell's Light of the Jedi. And uh, I've been trying to read it for the last six months. Nothing on Charles Sewell's uh, plate. It's just that I've been reading other stuff and I've been busy and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm finally finally close to very very close to finishing it up i'm not there yet so i think next episode we're going to watch episodes uh let's see we did six and seven this time eight and nine uh and visions eight uh finish up that series and um then after that we'll move on to light of the jedi all right so uh thank you john i hope you enjoyed your beard you never actually updated us on how good it was oh sorry it was delayed oh you finished it of course i've still got like half a glass of mine it's been an hour it has been an hour but i've been yapping man you haven't you heard me talk about walled gardens and flowers and love and fertilizer yeah you need to take you know slow down and take time to drink the roses <laughs> this beer is my longer all right thank you guys for joining us everybody and uh stay safe this is the 11 parsecs podcast episode 32 if you enjoyed this podcast please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review and be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and discord I'm Jonathan Smith with Sovereign Citizen Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us. No more rhymes now, I mean it. Anybody want to pin it? No!